When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's time to cast off on a new adventure. This is Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Habgood for the BF Goodrich TAKM3. Built to climb, made to mud and created to conquer. Good morning and welcome to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? You can find us on Facebook, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Real Adventures Show as well as Twitter and Instagram. You can jump online, follow the conversation, join in the conversation, Redmond, because we're giving away some real brand gear today for our squid competition that we've been running. You posted a couple of very, very a couple of really photos good photos during the week. Good morning, Patrick. Um, we are at the Melbourne Boat Show. It is on now at the Melbourne Exhibition Centre all weekend, so make sure you come down and have a bit of a look around. We've been happy with what we've seen so far, Redmond. Well, we had a very good walk around this morning, and we apologise for any noise because we are sitting on one of the back of a brand new North Bank, Patrick. We are. We're sitting on uh, the new 750 with the enclosed hard cab, which they haven't done before. We're going to chat to Rob Cummings a little later. There's a small around. engine on the back of it too. Yes, Merck's... A lazy 300. Merck's newest 300. What do you think of the uh, the white? Because they do look a bit like a stormtrooper. I don't know. What do you reckon? Actually... I don't mind we it. we have this discussion? Like, we actually discussed the engine itself last year, what it looked like at the boat show. Well, we gaffed, we're discussing... we gaffed the motor last year because we weren't too happy. <laughs> so what, now you're going to gaff the colour? Not, not sure Merck were too happy with that, but you know, we give some, some solid feedback. Now, we're going ha- to get Rob on, yeah. Redmond, because we're going to talk through what you actually need to go through when redesigning a boat and adding new things to it. So we're looking forward to that conversation. Um, let's have a bit of a whip around the show, Redmond. What has taken your fancy so far? What have you well, liked? Well, I'm going to ask you, you straight up. We stopped and had a very good look at the new Whitley. We did. Whitley's new uh, 25 hard top. Um, what impresses me straight away is just how um, how clean line the mould is, the new hard top mould. That's one the thing. The rounded edges. Im- impressive, yeah. I mean, you know boat building as well as anyone. You've done a fair bit of, well, a little bit of work experience down well, at Eden Craft. So you've seen what it takes to create the detail. Um, Impressed by? It? Yeah, I, I didn't. I actually didn't mind it. Now I'm going to probably say it's it's not your typical hardcore Eden craft looking boat. I guess you could say. No, it's but a mixture, it's, isn't it? It's an in between. I, yep. I, I, you can definitely fish out of it, uh, but you can also. It's probably one you could get past past the wife, nice and easy, if you walk past it. I think the wife would look at it and go, "Yep, I'm pretty happy to go out for a day's fishing." Because it's thing. got that it's got that sort of luxury luxurious look to it, and that's what Whitley's always been um, synonymous for. I think being that. That luxury brand, almost the the Riviera version of your trailer boat boats. Uh, question for you again: uh, We went over to the Geelong Marine World boys at the front of the front of the, the show, and they had the Haynes signature. They're a dealer for those guys. And what did you think of the matte finish? It's a matte blue finish. Yeah, Look, the, um, it's not at your typical 
rub back gel coat. No, and I suppose we've over the last few years we've seen this on cars. We've seen the matte black cars, which are quite popular. Um, and it was only a matter of time before we started to see this within the boating uh, space. And I must admit, I reckon it looks sensational. Oh, I reckon it looks great. Because we've only, like traditionally, it's been gel coat and yep. it's always been that gloss finish um, for a number of reasons. Obviously, one, that was how it's always done. Two, it's easier to clean. But the matte finish on what Signature have done, it must be said, so, it looks fantastic. Something that I noticed with it was that you normally when you touch that mat, you can get the feel through your hands that, oh, this could hold a lot of dirt. Yeah. I didn't get and the And that's the challenge. That, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think it did, though. I thought it was sort of... It, I don't reckon it would hold a lot of uh, dirt, I guess you could say. It's, it'll be, it's, a sm- it's actually quite smooth. Yeah, I think when... That had always been the challenge when creating a texture, whether, you know, for a matte finish, something that wouldn't hold grime, especially for boats. Like, the last thing you want is is your hull to hold grime. I don't think it will. Really impressed with the colour and how it's been set up. Your most impressed boat is the Seakeeper, you happen to mention? Well, certainly when it comes to electronics. Um, kit it out, kit it out. Kit it out. And I'm not going to... No, it's it's not a gaff to, uh, to our Australian boaties, but... Certainly how it's been done in America, everything in the States is, is bigger. And how they do electronics is, is incredibly impressive. But I must admit, Haynes Signatures, uh, or not Haynes Signatures, Signatures uh, Seakeeper, which is at the back of the boat show, is just about the best setup helm I have ever seen. I think it's got twins. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have called it a Seakeeper boat, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> twin, twin 17, I think they are. Um, touchscreen garments. Um, and you just look at the package. We posted a photo actually um, on on Thursday, I think it was Redmond of the uh, the helm. We said we were going to talk about it. Um, beautifully finished. So if you're looking for an idea on how to kit out your boat, how to design your electronics, you'd uh, you do far worse than go check out those guys. Now something we walk past Pat on the far side of the boat show. We look over there. It's Polycraft. They've got now. I'm I've never i've actually never had much experience with them myself what do you, have you been on them or thoughts on them yeah i have in actual fact our great mate mark lacroix has a polycraft he's got a center uh console i think it's a 6.3 meter but they've got they've got and just released their new three meter boat and it's a great tender option i think well while and you're on that tender option there i'm just going to pull you up and on the far side the north side now this is what i was going to pull them together you need an engine for a tender and we also saw the he- the Hydia or Hydia outboards. Yes, we did. Um, Which I haven't seen before. I've never seen them before. They're certainly new to me. Um, and that's the great thing about the boat show. We'll come in here and you see products that you just haven't seen before. But th- that's what it's all but this, about. That's what I was going to say. Is you can go up there and you might be able to kit out a 30 horsepower and you might not be spending the money elsewhere if you're only going to use it for a tender pad. And you can put with the Polycraft and the, I don't know how to pronounce it, Hydia, Hydia. We'll just go with that, and if we get in trouble, we'll find out later on. It will be interesting to see. Obviously, there's really strict guidelines when it comes to um, importation of motors now, Redmond. So, you know, gone are the days when you can just bring in any, any outboard into Australia. The regulations when it comes to um, the environment are really strict. So, obviously, it adheres to that because I was under the inference that you couldn't actually bring two strokes into Australia anymore. So... Obviously, they've passed those those guidelines. Uh, something uh, on the, along the diving side of things is a lot of people use uh, blow-up boats or rubber rubber boats for uh, diving and along the likes. Oh, and have we seen just about the biggest inflatable boat you could possibly ever ever imagine? Perfect for diving. The brig. 
this thing, it'd be close to 40 foot long. Um, and we've seen some of the biggest, well, the biggest outboards that you can buy now, Redmond. Um, that's certainly a pretty impressive boat. You'd fill that up with squid. <laughs> you won't get any ink on it. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this either. Benetou? Yeah, Benetou. They've got a massive range here also. They do. They're, they're probably, if you know, I Which remember when cruising. I yeah, when I first started coming to the boat show 15, 16, 17 years ago, quite a long time ago now, um, Riviera would have their sort of 33s, their, their, um, their entry-level flybridges. So the biggest boats that we see now are clearly uh, the Benetous, and they've got their, their 30-odd foot um, boats that are really impressive, really well finished and you know the European finish on fiberglass is, is about as good as it gets Redmond. Tackle, now the tackle was a big uh, conversation last year at the Melbourne Boat Show. Yeah it was. Um, it was well you were really disappointed yeah, it by was it last ordinary. year. What are you, we had a good walk around, what are you, there's definitely more here. Yeah, really impressed with the with the level of tackle this year, which is really good. So it means, and as you said last year, it means for the everyday family that come in to, to have a look at the boats at the boat show, you can actually leave with something that's Plenty of um, there's a huge there's range of stuff. There's more expensive yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a huge range of rods and reels and combos that you can buy, which is um, I think an important part when bringing any family to any sort of event that you can touch and feel and you can bring home uh, if you'd like. Um, Honda. Yep. Did what you did, see the gold engine? What did you think of their gold <laughs> that was engine? Pretty cool, wasn't it? Is it actually an engine or is it just they just painted one? Like, is it got I'm, not stuff sure in it? You, I'm not <laughs> sure you can buy that off the shelf, but it certainly looked good. That was pretty impressive. Um, the other the other thing was that. Uh, Probably we probably say nearly is just as important as having a boat is a car pat. Yeah, and, and a big space. Obviously now, and we'll talk to Rob's, Rob coming a little later um, around his new 750, but the bigger boats are getting, the heavier they're getting, Redmond, which obviously means the tow vehicles are really important and just, I suppose, the ability to tow three-plus tons, and we're seeing plenty of vehicles today. Volkswagen, Isuzu, and up the front there, there's Holden as well. So there's And Ford's enormous... Um, pickup, which just about the it's about thirty foot long itself. So, um, some really impressive uh, tow vehicles today. Redmond, uh, it would be remiss of us if we didn't cover off fishing. I know we are at a boat show, but your week in fishing, what did it look like? Well, I was right, but wrong, then right, then wrong again, because I found the whiting again. So last couple of weeks ago, and yep. if you can check out um, any of our shows on iTunes on the podcast, so yep. jump up on there and have a listen if you want to follow any of our, our past shows and hear me be wrong for the first time in my life, Pat. Realadventures.com.au for more information on that. Now, I said that the whiting, they were going great, and then I was waiting for them to kick back into gear, and then we had those massive cold fronts, and we had that water temp drop from 15 to 12. Now, that was massive and basically shut down the fish completely. We couldn't find them, and it wasn't just me not getting them. There was numerous people that just couldn't find them. Yep. People that actually fished, they're good, I class them as good, fish, respectable fishermen. And when we had this weather, would you say the last week and a half has been as good as it gets? It's been beautiful. Even I got out during the Even week. Even you got out during the week. What did you do? <laughs> uh, I had a little two-hour window, so Dad and I snuck out while George was asleep. Nice one. Left him home by himself. No, we didn't really. <laughs> we did sneak out. That was beautiful. You're serious, <laughs> we got Rob Cummings walked up laughing together. Are you serious? You got another kid on the way? Should you be allowed? No, um, but back to what I was saying the water temp, um, I reckon it come back up and balanced itself out. I don't think those fish actually left. I think it shut them down, and now they're well and truly there, and they are everywhere. I wasn't just getting them in one area. Queenscliff, right up to the top of St. Leonard's, out wide of St. Leonard's, Mud Island. I worked really hard to find areas of fish for salt guide. I was working really hard, and I found them again. The gummies are going really 
well uh, offshore. I actually haven't been out there, but a few of the boys have, and they've been going great. The snapper off Barwon Heads, as good as it gets. Um, Are like, they really? Like so as good it, as it gets. It can be really challenging this time of the year when chasing snapper, because obviously it's the not wa- exactly the Well, the water temp offshore was still nearly 15 degrees, which is... Pretty, pretty good. Strong. Well, yeah. it, it dropped, but it come back up because of the. Um, we haven't had any currents come around from Apollo Bay yet, so a lot of people are talking about those big barrel bluefin tuna that come that we've been getting at Portland, and they're going great. But we haven't had any currents come into Apollo Bay and back into our waterway where we which has brought our barrel tuna out the front of the Port Phillip Bay heads. And we just haven't seen them come around yet, which brings the cold water. Yes, and we haven't yeah. had that as such. So. The snapper are going very, very, very well out there. Uh, Western Port, the whiting were going okay in there. A couple of snapper two gummies. Um, so there's plenty, there's plenty biting at the moment. Um, it's more just about finding the right weather to get out there because it can yeah, be really, really tough because it's cold. But like I said, Pat, the fish are well and truly there. Did you catch any fish with the old man? I didn't even ask you. We no, were, we you were rass fishing. <laughs> you didn't take a fly rod out and go try and catch some trout and flies out in the ocean? No, we caught some rats. We caught a few small pinkies, but we were only out there for a short period of time. Yep. It looked great. It actually looked great from Mogs looking out over the ocean, but once we got out there, it was a little bit uh, cooler. Lumpy. Yeah. We're pl- we're, at the moment, we're playing around with our um, with our battery setup. I think we've got too much oh, yeah, up with the, the front of the boat. Yeah, so it's a real challenge at the moment, and I think it's, you know, it's a bit of trial and error for us finding out how to work it because it's an 80-pound thrust which means we need two batteries so i mean in hindsight probably would have gone the 55 pound and yeah, okay, yep. only had to have the single battery so just when you live in loam when it comes to those bit of a things. red tip for you you live at mogs there pretty yep. close to the beach yes a baby monitor would nearly reach yeah probably would <laughs> but it's hard to get in really quickly hey redmond um we are also we've got a bit of an interesting one today. We're going to gaff arguably the coolest thing at the boat show, um, which could land us in a bit of hot water, but we're going to do it for the right reasons. No, so don't, s- don't bring me into this. We're not. You're doing this. It's so, your segment. So stick around for that. McKay's got their uh, their off-road like their boat trailer, which I absolutely loved. I thought that looked sensational. Uh, we are recording this morning at the Melbourne Exhibition Centre at the boat show. It's on all weekend. It wraps up Sunday, so make sure you bring the family down and check out the huge range of boats, cars and fishing gear that is on display. This is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich, the BF Goodrich TAKM3, built to climb, made to mud and created to conquer. It's time for the whip around for Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. Yes, it is now time for the whip around for Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. Your next summer break is waiting for you at bigfour.com.au. Explore and book today. And if you are fishing around the Swan Hill area, make sure you stay at the Big Four Riverside at Swan Hill, where Dennis O'Brien will sort you out there. And up first for the whip around, Chris Vasileski from Gone Fishing Charters. Morning, Chris-o. Hey, Aaron. How you going, bud? Not too bad, mate. Now, you've just been catching fish centre, left, right, back, forwards and everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Um, Portland's been really good, so there's plenty of school fish and some bigger fish coming in. And uh, the boys did a gummy trip down at Queenscliff and got plenty of gummies as well, which is good. Uh, gummy fishing this time of the year, we are going to see northerly winds, so it's going to allow your charter boats to fish offshore as well when you get those nice northerlies. Yeah, exactly. Look, this time of year we've, we've made the call and um, all our charters back at Queenscliff from now till probably September will be just gummy trips so 
actually looking forward to that. I, I do love my gummy fishing. Now, Patrick, listen to this. Chriso, is he the luckiest or unluckiest bloke? you got to listen to this. Chriso, take us through what happened during the week. Yes, you caught a lot of school tuna, but take us through the barrel that you lost. <laughs> this is gonna, this is oh, the barrel. Right, yeah, you'd never... Um, you'd, I don't think you'd ever hear a story like this. Anyway, coming up to a zoo, and uh, there was a bloke that was on, so I got on the radio said, mate, is it all good if we could come in for a pass? He goes, yep, come in. So we've come through and we've hooked up, so we're like all excited, pumped, we've cleared the spread, we've settled into the fish, and then one of the punters goes, what's that lure halfway down the line? And I'm like, what lure? So we have a look. Anyway, long story short, we hooked up to a braided line, which wasn't ours, which had a fish on the end of it. So we've we've grabbed the braided line, we've grabbed the braided line, and we're hand-lining this fish, and like, it would pull line, and I'm reversing up on it so we wouldn't wouldn't get uh, tangled up or anything. So we're pulling this fish in, and the line just happened to snap halfway through. So we're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll continue on. And then 20 minutes later, um, oh, sorry, I got on the radio, and I said, did anyone lose a big fish with yellow braided line? And one of the guys, one of the rec guys said, yeah, we got cut off 20 minutes ago. So obviously we've picked up this line, and and we were fighting a barrel um, Hand line hand for a bit. Thoughts on that? Part? Yeah, which was, <laughs> was quite amazing. Never ever experienced that. So, just quickly before we let you go, Chris, so school tuna, uh, your lure that is working the best. You said uh, last week. Has it changed to last week? Um, I think we've gone back to evil and um, evil angel and white squid again. Yes, has been the most productive. Chris Vasileski from Gorn Fishing Charters. We will see you at the boat show shortly. I know you're coming in. Thank you for joining us on Real Adventures this morning. No problems. Thanks, guys. Up next, Jim Credlin from JC's Bait and Tackle. Morning, Jim. Morning, Jim. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Oh, going not too bad, Jim. Yep. Sun's out, and sort of. Well, it's not really. It's not we're, we're in the boat chart at the moment, the boat chart, uh, Jim. So we're, we're indoors today. <laughs> take, right. us through, take us through everything that's biting, Jim. Yeah, look, um, it was a bit of a quietish sort of a weekend fish, fisherman-wise last weekend. Look, the barometer was sitting at about 1,030, so ideal, uh, ideal conditions for, uh, for fishing to go. Look, um, up in the Murray, up around um, Ned's Corner, up the other side of Mildura, there's some, um, a compound up there, and there was some nice uh, nice cod caught. There, I think it was about six over a metre. There was quite a few under, under a metre. I think the biggest was 120. Most of, the, most of the cod were caught on lures. Um, back this way towards that uh, Tullibat, a couple of nice cod in about 70 to 80 centimetres caught. One was on uh, one was on a yabby, uh, one was on a uh, black and purple spinnerbait. Uh, a couple of yellows were picked up at, um, at Nia West, just fishing amongst the snags. There's bobbing um, scrub worms and uh, small small bait sized yabbies amongst the snags, picking a few up that way. Uh, here at Swan Hill, there's just, there was only a couple of cod caught um, just around uh, the Middle Island Caravan Park area between here and, uh, and Cayley Lane. So, yeah, there weren't, there weren't that many fishermen about. So um, when you don't have fishermen on the water, you don't sort of get a lot of reports. So. But the yeah. weather this week, it... again, is going to be great. So I'd expect there to be quite a few about. What do you suggest for the next couple of days while the weather's good? Um, look, I still stick uh, stick to the Murray. Um, I'd still and still stick to the Alouas. 
the river, the water's still looking pretty, uh, um, pretty clean. So um, try your fluoro colours um, in your shallow dice, and just uh, just keep going up and down. Just uh, keep uh, keep pounding the river because uh, the big ones are there to be caught, and they they'll be getting hungry now. So that's what I'd be suggesting. There you go, Pat. And, Jim Crudman from Jay's. And throw, few, and throw some surface lures about. Surface lures, yep. Jim Crudman from JC's Bait and Tackle. Thanks for joining us this morning on Real Adventures, Jim. No worries, boys. That was Whip Around for Big Four. Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. And now it is time for the social club. Thanks to BF Goodridge Tyres. What are you building for? And Patrick, I've got a question for you straight up. Oh, boy. James Price. I'm looking to buy a boat to take out on Port Phillip Bay. What should I be looking for? Well, I'm sitting in it right now, Redmond. Oh, hey. Yep, the 750 enclosed hardtop. You know why I like it? Because it's enclosed, so it means when the weather absolutely craps itself, you shut the door and then you don't get wet. Ever heard of a jacket? No. This is Patrick Dangerfield here. No, I think if you're fishing... (laughs) You're fishing Port Phillip Bay. It all depends how much you fish. And what you want to do. Yeah. I, I like the sort of five and a half to six metre range, I think, for Port Phillip Bay. What we are in now is a beautiful boat. And if you want to come out and chase some game, your game fish, your tuna, and your marlin, where you do get wet and you need a nice comfy ride, this is probably something you want to be in. If I look to your left down here, you've got your smaller north banks to the side here. Yeah, the 550, to, I reckon, is yep. a perfect bay boat. You've got 550 yeah. to six metres. If you're into the towing range, it, it just depends what you want to do. So come see us at the boat show as well. And have a chat to you. You've obviously got all the aluminium range too. You've got you'll the be, baby crafts. You'll be at Salt Guide, the Salt Guide stand all, weekend. all week. So if you do and are interested... If I'm hiding behind the TV, don't talk to me. I've had enough. <laughs> if you are interested in chatting to Redman around uh, all things boats and fishing, you can come and say g'day to him. Uh, Jason Murphy, Redman, what's the best species to chase in the bay during the colder months? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm going to go with whiting right now into your gummy sharks during winter and offshore as well. The gummy sharks are great. Uh, you'll get some nice flatties still amongst them. The salmon are going to come into all the bay as well. Uh, you'll start seeing the salmon around in Swan Bay, in Cario Bay, up around Cunningham Pier. You'll start getting some big numbers. Um, other than that, it's pretty pretty quiet. Um, we announced our winner of the squid competition on Thursday via our social media channel. So if you're interested in winning yourself a real brand hoodie, real brand hats, then make sure you post your photo of a time that you've been squidded in your life, Redmond. You've and been Rob's giving away a 750 squid. North Bank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rob's giving away the boat we're in now. So it's all happening down here at the boat show. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Real Adventure Show, as well as Twitter and Instagram. This is Real Adventures. We are at the boat show for BF Goodrich Tires. Escape with BF Goodrich Tires. On Real Adventures, it's time to get all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. It's time for All Aboard with Aaron's favourite stinger. Thanks to Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Whether you're on the road or out at sea, Dometic has you covered. Our interview this morning is the GM. I'm not even sure. CEO, the owner of North Bank Boats, Rob Cumming. Morning, Rob. It's great to have you again at the boat show. We recorded last year here. Another great showing. Love to be here again, Pat and Aaron. Thanks for the invitation. Um, we are recording this morning on a 750 hardtop. It's the first enclosed boat of its kind. Talk us through um, the preparation, the specs, how much time goes into the creation of a boat like the new enclosed. 
Uh, Paddy, uh, yes, first showing of this 750 hardtop North Bank. Um, we actually met a client at Melbourne Boat Show this time last year and uh, had a very particular brief for us to uh, build him an enclosed boat. You know, he loved the 750 North Bank, but he's going to leave it on a on a floating dock at Martha Cove. So he wanted the enclosed uh, rear door to saw, you know, tackle, etc. So fundamentally, it's it's been designed because of a client. So someone coming to you saying, this is what I want out of my boat. How open are you to people coming and going, I love this, I love the this setup, but what I'd like is a bit of customisation with it. Yeah, every, every single boat, Pat. It's uh, the last two years especially, um, no two boat have been the same. It's not just colours, it, it's internal fit out. Now, we're obviously standing in the hardtop, Pat, and uh, the enclosed hardtop. Next to us is the not enclosed hardtop. The open. The open, the open hardtop. What to design a boat from the mould to get the enclosed section into that area where it's going to be, how much different does the mould have to be in that selected area? Yeah. Because you can see the fine details that goes into it. Yeah, a lot of work, Aaron. Um, we've basically supplied a door from one of our, you know, our key windscreen supplier has supplied us a, a rear opening sliding door, and uh, then we have to actually mould to suit the boat. So we've started with our base boat, obviously, and then created the moulds to, to install the rear door in the boat. Uh, we've seen plenty of different styles of enclosed of enclosed boats over the years, whether it be concertina doors, sliding doors. You've gone with the sliding configuration. Um, the aluminium itself, I'm assuming that's what you've used in the construction of the the glass and the the frames. Yeah, definitely, Paddy. Um, certainly enclosed aluminium sliding doors and, and dual opening. You know, to, to make the wide you know, or the opening, I suppose, to the hard top and enclosed area as big as it can physically be, and that's why we've gone for a dual slider. When you first took over North Bank Boats, um, the range has expanded since then. What have, you, what have you seen in your time as as the head honcho of North Bank in regards to, one, spend on boats, but also the size, the requirements that people want out of their trailer boats? Because what we continue to see and the questions that we continue to be be asked is you know how how far can you go with a trailer boat because the advantage of a trailer boat you don't have to work from a specific location you can trailer all over the country yeah. and then with a boat like this you can head 80 k's offshore chasing swordfish no worries in actual fact a few of your, your clients have recently sent in a photo doing exactly that you know that's changed no doubt definitely in the in the space yeah it's and people are going further afield mate and they do want a bigger boat it's it's certainly changed we we purchased north bank in in december 2003 and the evolution in sort of the last 15 years has has been massive you know i never thought they'd be selling trailer boats at two hundred fifty thousand dollars and north of that it, it it really has changed uh boating and like you said earlier trailer boating allows people to go where the bite is you know they'll they fly up the east coast or or down to portland across the port Back in South Australia to chase that barrel tuna or, or offshore for a sortie or game fish of any species. Now we are at the boat show, Pat. We are in. And North Bank, there is a giveaway. Take us through the giveaway. Which is the hat? Aaron? No, the, 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 the <laughs> well, what is it, Pat? There's a little giveaway. It's not very big, it's not much. You've, you've lost me. I have no idea. <laughs> me and Rob know what you're talking about. Is, a, is it a 550? Oh, the. Um competition you mean yeah giveaway oh, competition, the competition. Giveaway. sorry yeah, same I thought, thing i thought i had to give away two boats aaron <laughs> no not for us this is for the show yeah so the melbourne boa in conjunction with north bank have uh, donated a north bank 500c package as well as a volkswagen amarok and on sunday night one happy person will be leaving this building mate with a brand new boat 
Is there any way you can rig that for us to win it? Like, is that where you were going? Well, I I didn't know what you were talking about. I didn't know where you were going either, Aaron, but I'm I'm on the same same page page now. I was going somewhere productive. (laughs) Rob, um, our boards have changed over the years uh, in terms of how big that you can put on the back of the boats. How often do you get asked how how you can change the configuration and what's legal with with your boats? Because obviously we've seen uh, Merck's new 400, which fundamentally it's the same weight as, say, the, the, the lower 350s and 300s. How does that work with legally what you're allowed to put on the back of a boat? Yeah, it's a really good point, Pat, and, and I think all manufacturers now are going through a revision of Australian Boat Builders Plate, and uh, any manufacturer worth of salt should have done their own testing independently, which we've, we uh, did that in 2006. We've complied, but uh, we did a revisit again in September of last year, and we now um, rate our boats to 450 horsepower on a seven and a half metre boat, which is a lot of horsepower mm. hanging on, on the back of a trailer boat these days. But the boys want to do 50 knots, mate. That's what you got to have. Well, we're standing in the 750, and it's a single 300 horsepower Mercury on the back. And a lot of a big question for a lot of punters is: I actually asked you the same thing uh, yesterday. Was how much work and effort is into putting twins on the boat itself? Like, do you have to uh, reconfigure the transom while you're doing it in a mould, or does it come out and you can sort of balance it out to where it needs to be yeah. out of the same mould? Aaron, Northbank, uh, from six metres uh, and north of that, we have three different transom configurations. So we have a single engine as display with a bait tank. We have a twin, twin rig product, which you can run your twin outboards on. We also have a stern drive configuration. So we're probably, as far as I know, the only manufacturer in Australia has the three different transom configurations with one deck mould. So it gives us the ability to easily change from, from a single to a twin to a, to a stern drive product, depending on the client's choice. You've been a Mercury distributor for a long period of time. Um, they've gone over and gone through significant changes over the last 12 months. Are you happy with the product they're producing? Because at the moment, if you come in to buy a, an outboard, unfortunately there's a waiting list till about uh, 2026. Yeah, not, not that quite that bad, Paddy, but we, we have got a small waiting. More de- you know, we've got a demand problem, you know. Which Mer- is a great thing awesome. for the product. Mercury have, have nailed this new V6 V8 product range, which suits our boats really well. Lightest in the market, best horsepower, smoothest, quietest, talk all day about a mercury product mate they're top of the tree today you're around all weekend for anyone to come and have a conversation around all the boats that you've got on display at the melbourne marine stand rob cummings director for north bank thanks for joining us on real adventures this morning thanks for having us guys that was all aboard for dometic mobile living made easy now it's time for reg review for bf goodrich tires escape with BF Goodrich Tyres. The review today, Patrick, is? Yes, we're talking Hobie Craft. So one of the things that is on display at the Melbourne Boat Show are Hobie Craft. Their stand looks great all the time. The stand looks fantastic. They've been around for 68 years. So that's 68 years of innovation. And they really have been uh, the leaders. Non-stop innovation. In in kayak for a long period of time. Um, And one of the things that we've seen, we've cast our eye over today, has been their new range of inflatable kayaks. So I suppose, Redmond, the benefit that that gives you is just how lightweight they are and how easy they are to transport compared to, um, say, the plastic versions of what they've got, which are sensational. There's there's no doubting that. Um, But their new range of inflatable kayaks, it's been a bit of a funny space because getting the durability out of a rubber that's inflated consistently can be a bit of a challenge but it's something that from what we've seen on stand and on show from Hobiecraft today is a real plus now I'm going to take it to the fishing side of things when you buy one of these don't go flathead fishing 
<laughs> well, you know, afraid of the spikes? Well, the spike goes in the no. side of it. No. no. You <laughs> That's the good thing, though. You don't have to worry about the spikes now. So, um... <laughs> You're making a ridiculous face to me <laughs> as we're talking about kayaks. No, um, they've got their fixed seats, yep. which is a really important part of any kayak. If you don't have that, then the ability to feel strong when you're paddling is really diminished. And the other thing they've got is the pedal control. That's what I was about to ask you. Can you get the pedal yep. controls in this? Yeah, and that's one of the biggest benefits that you see from from Hobie and what a lot of other manufacturers have really copied. They're trying to catch on to it now. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, what you get when Hobie's been around as long as they have, they are an expensive brand, yep. but the mechanisms that you, that they're using you pay for what you get. are far superior. Something that I'm seeing in the, in the industry itself now is the amount of people using... Well, we'll call them kayaks as such, yep. to go fishing. Oh, no doubt. Just, it's, it's next level. People yep. in the surf, in rivers, estuaries, brim fishing, it's accessible. They're really easy to use. Like, it's it's hard to get a boat into places sometimes for some great fishing. And these, because uh, they're at now, we, what, what do you call the, the pedal one, the, the seated pedals, yep. they allows you, for me, paddling with your arms, then trying to cast. It's difficult. With these, now you jump in, you sit in a comfy chair. All yep. the chairs are great now. You're sitting in and use your feet and you can do what you want, back and forward. You can hold yourself in tide. I think... It's, it's, there's a lot more to come to. Whether it's the inflatable versions or the... Um, the standard... Uh, what are they actually made out of? Well, not, I'll, I'll call it a plastic, but the hard body version yep. of Hobie Crafts. They all uh, still come with paddles, obviously. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But they've got clips in which you can store them. The other thing that I've really liked on, um, on some of the, the craft that they've got, they've got uh, what's called a H-bar. So it's basically a, a sturdy leaning post. So one of the things that you do get on those glass calm days, you can stand in a Hobie because they are so stable. So the H-bar enables you to hold on to something and be able to sort of cast your stick baits and cast lures um, compared to just sitting down the whole time. So I think that's a distinct advantage. The other thing, Redmond, um, a lot of them now, the bigger Hobie crafts have got horizontal rod storage. Um, rudder control is obviously standard. Mounting boards. Mounting uh, boards for me, for people like me who needs a little little bit of an engine powered on the back, Patrick, because I uh, don't like paddling too much. <laughs> but it, but it, all makes, it all makes a difference to your fishing, and you can kit these out as much as you like. Yep. You, can, you can spend, you know, high hundreds of dollars into, you know, many thousands when it comes to Hobie Craft. But if you're interested in, in getting into the kayak space when it comes to fishing, Hobie Craft have been leaders for a long period of time. They are at the Melbourne Boat Show this year. You can't miss their stand. You, you can't miss their stand. It's an absolute cracker. So come down and say good day uh, to the guys. We've had a bit of a chat to them earlier. and really impressed. You know what they also have before you wrap it up is awesome stand-up paddle boards too, just because I know you like your stand-up paddle. I'm just watching the video here because we are next to it, just here. Yes, I can see it. Pretty good, isn't it? That was Red's Review. This is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? You're listening to Real Adventures for the BF Goodrich TAKM3. Built to climb, made to mud, and created to conquer. You're listening to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres, Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres. We are at the Melbourne Boat Show. It is open all weekend. Make sure you pop down and say g'day. Redmond, looking ahead to the week's fishing, what are you going to be targeting this week? We've been blessed with the weather that we've had the last few days. I've been here Thursday, Friday, <laughs> and Saturday. And it's going to be Sunday tomorrow. Well, that's and why I'm saying, what are you targeting? I can't wait to get out of here and go fishing. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to have a look at the weather. I haven't actually had a look. I would like to get back on the whiting. You all know how much I, I love my King George whiting. I'm actually nearly out and loaded you guys up at the footy club again, the boys. So look after uh, you boys. You struggled when you went down to... Well, you didn't struggle. You went really well on the tuna, but you had, unfortunately, one of your uh, boys uh, got sick. So it limited your trip. Are you going to be able to get back down there? Um, I really want to go down. These barrel tuna are going great. That's on my on my targets for sure. And swordfish, I said it. We were going to go, um, and mate got sick. I got sick, so we didn't make it to the to the sword grounds, which was really annoying the last couple when we had that nice weather. Yep. So I really want to get down there. The barrel tuners, what are, they're, they're great fun. I've, and they're going nuts at the moment. It's well, not, and it's not, if you've never chased them before, they're really quite fishable at the moment. Oh, 100% they are. Um, you've just got to be in the right place at the right time for them to come up, and you're going to get yourself a fish. And the, hard, the easy part's hooking them. Doing the right things with the boat. You've got to be smart when you're fighting these fish. I'm watching people, just little things. For example, where you can go wrong is, I'm, I'm watching videos, people live on Facebook, yeah, we're hooked up, and they've got someone situated on the port side of the boat when the driver's on the starboard side. Just little things like, mate, turn the boat around and it's have really that really hard to keep an eye it on. It is. The, you can't yep. see as a driver. Yep. You can't see the spool of the line. You can't see the angle of the line. Get that person on the side of the boat that you want to fish out of uh, yep. because I can then see what you're doing and, you've, I've, and then I can have someone in the middle directing me what's going on yep. you, to someone. And communication is really important. Another thing that they're doing is a lot of people are um, having too much line taken. Now, the, the real stream's out. You clear your rods. We want to get on these fish. We're going to swing this boat around and get on this fish and get it straight up and down. The further the fish is out, the more drag pressure is in that pulling on that lip. Yeah. Because the more line, the more bow of the line, the, the way, less your drag everything. pulls out of the reel because it has to stretch all the way through. So you want to get that fish close to you, up and down onto the boat, and let's try and pull this fish up by using the boat. Stretch so, the gear as little as possible yeah, so you're not so 100%. You're restricting your margins for error. Because you've got eight kilo drag on your reel on 24 kilo. If that fish is three, four, five hundred meters away sometimes, it's too far. Get on top of it, and you're going to catch yourself some fish. Now, Patrick, I think we're going to give away a couple of little prizes now. We are. We've had a squid competition the last few weeks, Redmond. Um, there's been inking. Um, we posted it on Thursday. I actually forgot during the show earlier to name the person that we're actually going to give it to, but well done to Lachlan Hill, who posted an absolutely ripping photo of, uh, of being inked you know right on the face. He just looks was- happy. He does look happy. Probably because he knew he was going to win a jumper. Exactly. He knew he was going to win a real brand jumper and hat. And we've got a second prize we as do. well, Redmond, because Michael, we've seen some ooh, rippers. Gave it away a bit then. Michael Crawford, another cracking photo. Have a look at that. Michael Fishers. I actually know Michael Fishers, how hard he works for squid. Does a lot of land-based squid fishing. So we're going to throw you a real brand cap, I think, Pat. A real brand cap and a real brand uh, fishing shirt. Okay. So both boys win the prizes. We announced it on Thursday. So if you haven't seen the photos, we put it on our social media. You can follow that on Real Adventures forward slash. Why does everyone look happy in these photos that they've been inked by Squid? I don't know. But you, <laughs> you weren't this happy. Facebook.com forward slash Real Adventures show to see the photos and to post your own for your chance to, to win um, Real Brand gear. It's all fun. Make sure you, you join in the conversation. Redmond, it's time for your tip for New Age Caravans. Visit your New Age Caravan dealer today. Start your summer adventure with a New Age Caravan. NewAgeCaravans.com my tip this week is going to be back to the boat show. Now, uh, we've had numerous messages on Real Adventures. You've had numerous messages on your socials as well as myself about what in, And we've had the questions on Real Adventures. We answered one earlier about yep. coming down and um, choosing a boat. This is the place to do it. And the reason behind it is not only are they here, the big shows are here. 
yep. the big boys. And this is the only place where you can compare apples with apples. You can speak directly to the people that build the boat, That's right. whether it's Rob Cummings, whether it's the team at Stabycraft, whether it's Signature Gen- Ge- Geelong Marine World, Benatow, they're all here to talk. Well, the, like For an example, Stabycraft have Daniel Upperton down here, and he runs the show down there, yep. and he's here. You're not going to get that any dealer around the country. So make sure that you get here and you do your research with your boats. Another good thing there's, is... And there's nothing wrong with asking questions. That no. These, you, you don't have to Ask buy... Ask questions. You don't have to buy today, but what you can do is get as much information as you possibly can because if you want to spend 30, 40, 50, 100, $200,000 on a trailer boat, make sure you put the time into researching that investment. You can do a bit of bartering too with the engines. You can bounce from dealer to dealer if they've got it. I probably shouldn't they're say all here. they're here. Yep. So you can bounce from this. You can go up to the Jong Marine World boys and see them, get their price for a Suzuki, then push down further into another dealer. And Yamaha oh, are boys, here with what? their That's right. their 425, the biggest engine I've ever that seen. That stand is beautiful, Yamaha's done. I'm, yep. I, I really, it's, it's a very approachable stand, Pat. Yep. No, it certainly is. So you're right. You can compare them all. So that's the beauty of getting down here. We spoke off the top of the show Um that there's a lot more fishing gear available here, which is an important one. So if you're bringing the kids down, you can get them a combo for well under a hundred bucks and enjoy yourself. Do you know what they got at the back there? I don't. You haven't seen it yet. They got the Isuzu um, monster truck. It monster, looks like. But have you no? Have you seen the? You haven't seen it yet. The stand that comes up and they drive up it like up vertical. No, and then I they it rolls at the top and then the car drives back down. Oh, how does I that? How does that, that pass work safe? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> does, like, does it pass work safe? It, it can't. That was Red's tip for New Age Caravans. Make sure you pop down to the boat show. All the brands are here. You can compare apples with apples when investing in your pride and joy, and you can make sure you make the right decision. It's time for the flying gaff, Redman. It is. What have you got for us? Because I know you can see a little... I've got nothing to do with this one because I... Don't, don't, don't put me involved in this. I am gaffing... Actually, I think I bought it to your right, actually. I am gaffing Kawasaki's jet skis. Okay. Now, JV Marine world are down here and these things look absolutely epic there is no lying about that they look they are, fast they are as good as you'll ever see but the gaff is going to them for one specific reason and you brought this up redmond i did but there are two jerry cans on the back of the fish ski it is a great looking craft and if you're interested in in fishing from a jet ski it's your number one but it's got the most ridiculous jerry cans you've ever seen redmond Come on, don't sit on the fence. What are they? They're twin three-litre jerry cans. <laughs> it's a 310-horsepower jet ski. I don't think they're going to get you back in. Three-litre jerry cans. Would they even be three? They, yeah, they, they they, might. they'd be good for a lawnmower, maybe. <laughs> they look fantastic. They look, no doubt about the it. The jet skis look great. JV Maryland, they look sensational. Are they practical? Yeah, the jury's out. So you've got the gaff this week, but it's worth taking a look. <laughs> um, this has been Real Adventures. Don't forget the RACV Marine Melbourne Boat Show is on all weekend at the Melbourne Exhibition Centre. It ends tomorrow. Come down and say good day. Redmond, you're here the whole time. Yeah, the Salt Guide stands right up the back. We're in the prime position, I think, Pat. Um, you do have to go hunting for Aaron, but you can see him. He's the one with the red beard. <laughs> this has been Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? Aaron's not going fishing. He's saying yeah. good day to everyone. Bye. <laughs> Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.